Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. There's a lack of common ground and common language between tour operators and content creators. And it's it, it's interesting to me from my perspective, it is the same core problem that's causing that. Content creators are traditionally not, you know, professionally trained in content creation. They are pursuing a passion and interest and they are going down a specific road through self-learning. You know, they're they're kind of rolling with the new um, platforms that come up as, as and when, and they're evolving with Google algorithms all the time. Tour operators are the same. The majority of tour operators are pursuing a passion, right? They maybe didn't go to, to school for this and don't know how to run the business aspect of it, but they know their stuff. They know their cities. They know their their destinations. They know their themes, their topics, and they're passionate about it, and they want to share it with people who are visiting. They're coming from the same space, content creators and tour operators, but aren't collaborating and they aren't meeting somewhere in the middle. I'm Nikki Padilla Rivera, and I'm here with Amanda Watkins from the Tourism Marketing Agency. And we are here to talk about what tour operators can learn from content creators. And full disclosure, this is also going to be a big old plug for an upcoming Women in Travel Summit in May in Puerto Rico, May 19th through 21st. Um, I know we stay away from plugs, and that is very important at Tourpreneur, but this one's coming from me, and I have the mic right now. So this conference and the organization that runs it, wonderful. Um, I just, I love them, and I've had such a good experience, and I feel that tour operators would really get a lot of value. Um, so I went to them. They very kindly gave us a discount code, but we'll get to all that in a moment because it is tied up into this larger topic of tour operators and content creators. So Amanda, let's start with your background because you actually moved through all of these spaces, having started out as a blogger and being involved in Wonderful and moving into the tour operating side through marketing. Um, can you share a little bit about your journey through all of that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um Exactly as you said, I've moved through all of these spaces and I don't know how this overlap happens, but I am wearing multiple hats here. So um, I've been in the blogging world since 2012, which is over a decade now. So, I mean, we're talking the original in real time diary entry style blogging and how it has evolved now into this incredibly useful marketing channel um, that is still, to be honest, underutilized by so many businesses and especially tour operators. So at TMA, the Tourism Marketing Agency, um, that's one of the things that I've always been focused on. I originally started there as a writer, um, moved up through to managing director and running a lot of the things, uh, working obviously closely with press. And um, that's one of our main, you know, uh, channels that we work with tour operators on is making sure that that blog is helping to bring in 
organic traffic for them because you can do paid ads as much as you want, but that's just more money that you're pushing out there. And the blog can bring in long-term organic traffic that is highly beneficial and will convert and actually get you booking. So that's that hat. And then in addition to that, I've been a wonderful member for years. I was also the managing editor of the wonderful blog for several years. And uh, with Puerto Rico, I am the volunteer coordinator. So I am um, helping to support the conference in that way. So yeah, involved in all of the things. <laughs> can you can you give like a blurb of wonderful? Yeah, sure. Not the official one. <laughs> no, no, no. Sure. But better than I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Wonderful is a global community of um, travelers and uh, tourism travel professionals um, whose main goal is to make travel more equitable and a better space for women, especially in the, in the travel industry. Women make the majority of travel decisions and purchases but are historically not represented in that way when you look at the industry in terms of who is making the decisions, who is marketing to those travelers. Um, and, you know, in terms of the uh, influencer side of things, it is also majority women and in, in tourism specifically. Um, so Wonderful kind of brings together all of those aspects, the consumer side with the travelers, as well as and the um, influencer side, content creators, and the industry side. They do a lot of consultations for DEI with really large tourism companies. So um, they're they're trying a multi-pronged approach to make sure that the industry is much more equitable across the board. And I love, like, it's such a powerful organization. Like, their influence is so much greater than I think people realize. And yet they also go all the way down to the basic level of, like, holding meetups in different cities mm -hmm. for just female travelers to come yeah. together. Like, I've been to a few, and they're, they're just amazing. And people do tend to be also content creators, but they're attending as someone who loves to travel. Um, yeah. So they're really, really customer-facing at the end of the day yeah. as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And actually, I think next, so in May and June, they're doing, like, a 10th birthday extravaganza uh, for Wonderful. So there are going to be meetups in cities all around the world um, to, to celebrate that and just to bring women together who love to talk travel and are, you know, like-minded and interested in learning. So it'll be really cool. I'll be at the New York City one. I've already yeah. RSVP'd. So if anyone's awesome. in New York City, <laughs> sign up and we can hang out. I love it. Um, okay. No, this is amazing. And, and I think this is, for you and I, this world is so apparent. You know, we interact with it every day and it shows up in my algorithm all the time. Um, but I think a lot of tour operators are not part of this world. Like the content creator world and the tour operation world do not cross. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about the benefits of the two of them coming together. But I do first want to kind of state the obvious of tour operators have had really bad experiences with content creators. And mm -hmm. I'm defining content creator as someone who is either a blogger or a YouTuber or they use Instagram, they take photos, and they're promoting travel, they're advertising travel, usually in exchange for you know money or services from hotels, things like that. That's like my very, very generic. And that ranges from someone who's just starting out to someone who like has their own TV show. Very often, the stories that you hear from tour operators are the influencers that are maybe not the most professional and are probably the minority in the group, right? But they reach out and the typical thing that I hear is, oh, they want to come on my tour for free in exchange for a couple Instagram posts, right? That's the story that I hear again and again. Okay. Or I think legitimate people will reach out and then the tour operator is unsure, well, how much do I pay? What is this worth? What am I getting out of it? They don't know how to negotiate. So I just feel like they 
they maybe first of all don't understand what a content creator does. So I pulled a few stats from the wonderful site. <laughs> and Amanda already kind of covered this in terms of like, this is marketing. This is this is marketing. So from the wonderful site, um, influencer marketing is 11 times more powerful than traditional advertising. 84% of millennials have made a purchase after reading about a product or a service on a blog. And in the 18 to 34 age range, blogs are the number one decision-making factor in influencing purchases. So blogs, I think by extension of that, Instagram as well, especially now TikTok, people are purchasing through that. So I know this seems kind of obvious to the benefit of, of the two together, but I, I think there's a lot for the two to learn from one another because they don't really understand how the other one works. Is that what you see on your end as well? Because you kind of yes. work from it from both sides. Yes, absolutely. I think um, there's a lack of common ground and common language between tour operators and content creators. And it's it, it's interesting to me from my perspective, it is the same core problem that's causing that. Content creators are traditionally not, you know, professionally trained in content creation. They are pursuing a passion and interest and they are going down a specific road through self-learning you know they're they're kind of rolling with the new um, platforms that come up as as and when and they're evolving with google algorithms all the time tour operators are the same the majority of tour operators are pursuing a passion right they maybe didn't go to to school for this and don't know how to run the business aspect of it but they know their stuff they know their cities they know their their destinations they know their themes their topics and they're passionate about it and they want to share it with people who are visiting they're coming from the same space, content creators and tour operators, but aren't collaborating and they aren't meeting somewhere in the middle. So finding that common language and that understanding, which is exactly what you're saying, that you know, tour operators don't know how much to pay, how much to pay or what the expectations are. And likewise, content creators often don't know how much to charge or what those expectations are. So there there's this lack of understanding where they come together in the middle. Um, and I think that's the benefit of, of an organization like Wonderful. That is their goal, it's connecting those who are looking for a marketing channel or, you know, a marketing opportunity with the content creators who already have the audience that you're trying to market to. So that's the connection that we're trying to make here is to say to tour operators, yes, you're probably getting these, you know, cold pitches from influencers, quote unquote, um, you know, someone who says, hey, I have X number of followers on Instagram or I have a blog and it's, you know, getting such and such traffic per month. But if you don't understand the ROI that you're going to get out of the, the, you know, if you're not understanding the, um, the end results that you want, the objective there, and that content creator can't guarantee that, then you're missing the, the business aspect. You're not speaking the same language there. So I think it's really important for the content creator to know the value that they're providing and also for the tour operator to understand what the realistic objective of this collaboration could be. They have to know the language that the content creator is using. If they're talking about traffic, if they're talking about engagement, if they're talking about their audience demographics, then you need to make sure that, that matches your objective. And if neither of you understands the other one's language, then it's, you know, missed opportunities or it's unfortunate situations where somebody feels like they got the short end of the stick and they're upset about it. That's so well said. And <laughs> That it's a it's a communication problem and coming from two sides who aren't really sure how to work with one another. Yeah. And it, and I think there could be so much for them just sitting in a room sharing coffee, yeah. you know, to to have that chat about how their businesses work, you know, for an mm -hmm. influencer to kind of explain this is how I make my money. 
you know, this is how I make sure I don't spend too much of my own money when I go on a trip to do something for someone else that I'm now paying out of pocket. And then on the reverse for a tour operator share, you know, I don't know, the nitty gritty of, hey, when you come on a tour, even if I already have the tour guide going out, like I'm still paying because you're taking up a yep. spot of the paying customer and I'm breaking even at best on some of these tours, maybe not. Right. Like I, I think sharing that kind of stuff, being really transparent um, could really help between those two sides. Totally. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, yeah, I think um, just making sure that, like you said, that, that transparency is there. So if the tour operator is able to say, you know, this is what it, this is what it costs me to, to give something away. But then the content creator can say yes. And if I put out a blog that is keyword optimized, then for the next five to 10 years, you're going to see traffic coming through from that. So you're going to give away X now and you can make X times, you know, a hundred, a thousand in the return because I understand SEO. Or that Instagrammer can say, yes, and I can tell you based on past, um, you know, collaborations that done, past, past partnerships, that I tend to see engagement spike 22% on these types of posts when I'm, when I'm promoting this. My audience is hyper-engaged in what you offer. They are going to be interested in doing this. So just having that, like you said, sit, sit down and have that transparent conversation about numbers and about objectives. And you'll find that there's actually a really nice meeting point in the middle. But if you're not saying the same thing and you're never sitting down together, then it's hard to, it's hard to build that, that business relationship. Ah, oh, it's so true. I, in my mind, so many things would be solved if these two groups could get into the same room, which is, which is why I felt very comfortable putting out this pitch, <laughs> this, um, this, uh, plug for, for the women in travel summit, the women in travel summit, um, for me is educating the content creators on all of this so you're giving these like very marketing jargon terms that are very official and very professional um but there's a learning curve there right just for tourpreneurs there's a learning curve as you pointed out right becoming and understanding the business there's the same for content creators so the women in travel summit is a space where they're going to have uh, workshops and seminars and one-on-one -on -one classes geared for teaching these things to content creators. So the people going there are looking to learn this business acumen and looking to understand how to work with partners. Mm -hmm. So you're already getting that demographic of people who want to do this the right way. Um, I don't know, should we kind of start maybe by sharing like each of our own experiences just as an attendee at WITS? Yeah. It's, so Women in Travel Summit is called WITS. Um, you've probably been several times. I have, yes. Yeah, I've been to um, a couple, in one in Portland, Maine. I've been to Riga, Latvia, and Gdansk in Poland. And um, so it'll be San Juan, Puerto Rico next month. Very excited. And we, just before we started recording this, we realized we were both in Portland. I know. <laughs> so we probably talked. We, I'm sure we talked. I was saying to Amanda, I'm, I know we talked, in fact, because we had the best booth this is back when I worked for a large operator and they sponsored that year um, very selfishly because I wanted to attend with. And I was like, we should go. Um, so They're very generous. They gave us a booth, but it was a wonderful experience. We set up a booth, um, a hot tip for anyone attending a customer facing conference at our booth. We had a postcard making station. So we just got blank postcards that we put like a 10% discount for the tours and, you know, the logo. And then we had stickers and markers. There's blank postcards and people could fill them out, address them to whoever they wanted, and we would mail them. So I just you know, took the stack of cards and stuck stamps on them and sent out. But 
everyone came to our booth and they'd be like, oh, are you the postcard booth? Um, and it was a great way to get people to our booth. So I'm sure you came and you made a postcard. But for me, it was it was such a wild experience because I was going there from the tour operator mentality, right? To me, it was like, oh, this is customer facing. It's going to be like your average customer facing um, where we have our booth and we talk to people. The crowd, first of all, was unlike anything I had ever seen at a conference. And again, I'm pulling this from the the current um, Women in Travel Summit page. Uh, it was about, I know, they hit around 500 attendees, give or take. Um, this year will be about 500 in Puerto Rico. The, um, the range, as I said before, from like just starting out to like having their own travel channel TV show. So average attending monthly readership for the blog is 553,000 people a month. And the average month, uh, monthly Instagram, the average Instagram followers are 34,000. Um, 65% of attendees are from 26 to 45 years old. Um, as Amanda pointed out before, women are making the travel decisions, right? 85% of um, the travel decisions are being by women. This is These are travelers. Like, these are people going on tours, first of all. Um, but they're also, like, I saw every age, every demographic, every religion based on how people were dressed. I mean, it was the most diverse room I have ever been in. Um, and I'm sure it changes year to year. But in Portland, I mean, it really that was my first impression, I think. And everyone was there to learn. Everyone was in such a great mood, so eager to meet people. You'd sit down and people would just start chatting with you and wanted to listen and hear what you're doing. It's just this wonderful vibe. Yeah, totally agreed. It is so open and welcoming. And um, exactly as you're saying, everybody has a really interesting story to tell and likewise wants to hear yours. So it's not a room full of egos. It is a room full of how can we help each other? How can we push the industry forward? How can we all work on making this better for the consumers that we're speaking to and for ourselves as part of this this industry? Um, so yeah, a really, I guess, empowering space. Very empowering space. That's a great word for it. And I think for me, the specific benefits of a travel operator, tour operator, attending um, WITS is, is almost the learning I mean, marketing is, I think, the number one thing that comes up in our Torpreneur Facebook page. People have lots of questions about marketing. And that is what this is. There are webinars on how to do CEO for your blog, how to get more uh, eyes on your site, how to use social media, how to do it efficiently, how to take better photos just using your phone. I mean, there's there's um, industry sessions. So Skift has spoken um, at the one I attended and they gave all these amazing demographics of um you know, the purchasing power of LGBTQ travelers, of travelers with disabilities. I mean, it's a really interesting learning atmosphere, even if you didn't have the added bonus of being in a room with all of these content creators. Yeah, I think Wonderful does really well in programming and ensuring that you, people of all different tracks in the industry have something that they're going to want to attend during with. Um, so, you know, you're talking marketing speak. So yes, you'll have some of the like larger companies, multinational companies that will speak and will offer interesting insights from that perspective, lots of creators offering sessions from their perspective. And that could be anything from like how to do a brand collaboration, which is exactly what we're talking about here. Um, that's the language that a creator will use. So for an operator to attend a session like that, to hear from the creator perspective, what it's like to pitch a brand, so a tour operator, what it's like to negotiate, what it's like to price that out, 
being able to sit on the other side of that as a tour operator and listen to a successful creator saying, this is how I've done this in the past. And this is what I've, you know, accomplished. This is the the marketing lingo that you need to learn to be able to speak the same language there. Um, and also, I think there are a lot of great sessions that talk about broader marketing in the industry. So talking about inclusivity and talking about accessibility. And I think that's critical for a tour operator to sit in as well to understand when you're planning your own tours, are you keeping all of these different people in mind so that you can be as inclusive as possible? And I mean, that's, you know, just a, a socially good thing to do, but also that is business good sense. That's offering you a wider range of people who can attend your tours and, and you know, build your business on. So um, they, they really have a wide range of sessions that I think would be beneficial for a tour operator to learn exactly what you're saying. It's the educational component that that is invaluable. In the end, both parties have the same customer, yeah. right? Travelers. So both are trying to get the attention of travelers. Um, I will also say demographic-wise, it it is not only women. It is right. certainly a vast majority of women, um, but it is not only women. It is open to everyone. Yeah. Um, as I said, it's Puerto Rico this May, May 18th through 21st. Uh, we, Torpreneur, are throwing a happy hour, which I'm really excited about. It's one of my favorite local bars in Old San Juan, um, and it's going to be a great party the Thursday before. That's open to anyone, so um, if any Torpreneurs are down there or want to head to Puerto Rico, um, you're very, very welcome. And we do have, as I said, a discount code that they have given to us, so Torpreneur50 gets you 50% off. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was worth highlighting this as an event and kind of giving both of our experiences of attending and um, just kind of broaching that conversation of the content creator and the tour operator and how they can come together. So Amanda, thank you. This is wonderful. Thank you. It's always a delight to chat with you. We'll, we'll chat next in Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs>